This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! This week, we have game announcements galore, courtesy of Nintendo Direct, Sony State of Play, and D23's Game Showcase. And in our final stage, I review JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R for the Nintendo Switch. All this and more in this week's edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. and welcome back to another game-filled edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Hope everybody's having a great week. The weather is starting to calm down here in Philadelphia. I can't speak for any other state or country right now, but everything's at calm. It looks like the fall season is starting to assimilate and kick in. So it's great. I actually, you know, went to the movies this week to see uh, Clerks 3, which we'll talk about on Sunday. And, um, weather was just beautiful coming back home i'm so grateful that i live like a couple blocks away from the movie theater so walking back in this weather was just it was it was a beautiful breeze i hope everybody gets a chance to get that type of experience as well just some of the little things in life that makes life so much better but i digress you know what else makes life better especially for gamers a lot of damn news that came out this week uh courtesy of nintendo PlayStation and Marvel and Disney, apparently. So we're going to run down everything. This is going to be a loaded show, folks. We're going to run down everything that was announced in all three of these presentations. I suddenly this became the week of games uh, or game announcements. And well, I didn't even honestly, I knew Nintendo Direct was coming. I did not know that Sony State of Play was going to do one the same day, you know, and this is all after d23 got their game announcements and to be honest all three showcases were great and that's including sony state of play because sony state of play is usually not known for doing you know sub they're they're known for doing subpar showcases trying to be as good as nintendo direct they actually did pretty good and i'll give them credit for this one and we'll run that down but we're gonna do it i will say in order chronologically i guess uh according to what came first which was d23's showcase which was last week and i never got a really chance to talk about it because there was so much d23 news and on last week's uh prime show that i said i'm just gonna switch this right over to the video game uh 
podcast and here we are so we're gonna you know run down all of that as well because there were some things to talk about that i felt was really interesting coming down the line we talked a little bit about what was to be expected here well we definitely got it especially when it came to amy hennick in skydance uh new media's new game based on captain america and black panther now what i love about this this is an awesome awesome story to talk about because this was based on an old story from captain america uh you know captain america is like over 50 years old and a lot of it he's a young 50 but a lot of it is because he was in ice for so many years plus the super soldier serum that he has which doesn't age him you know as much as he probably should going back when he was in world war ii he met up with the with one of the black panthers not t'challa t'challa wasn't even born when during this time it was t'chaka or his grandfather at this point and it looks like they're going to base it on his interaction with his grandfather now in in marvel comics in the actual comic book this actually happened where captain america really did uh encounter his grandfather back then i i think it might have been t'chaka his father or whatever but they're basing on his grandfather um this has been done many many times uh this has been retold many many times in different facets in fact people don't remember there were two captain america you know uh tv series that came out uh, i mean not captain america black panther the one uh done by my friend and good guest uh multi-time guest jeffrey thorne where he he was the showrunner for black panther's quest they did that one but there was another one that came out uh years prior uh that was a black panther it was kind of like a motion comic type it, they played on the old school motion comic animation there and um jamon uh damon Jam- i forgot uh jamon uh hunson actually played black panther he played t'challa for this and he voiced the uh role of T- uh, t'challa in this one it was really well done an all-star cast you know went out to this it premiered on B- uh, bet at the time and then you can actually go on youtube and find it in hd and whatever and um it was awesome because stanley also made an appearance in there as one of the generals or whatnot in there and he was the general he played a bigoted type of you know character and uh it was really quite funny but you know an entire cast and crew all-star cast you know voice uh roles for this as well it was go it's worth going to see but within that they did a flashback of the uh of captain america interacting with one of the uh prior black panthers which was based around what this game is going to be based around so they got a trailer for this the trailer looked awesome but of course again here's the thing and this is being this is i'm glad this is being more talked about now um when you look at trailers yes it's, it's worth getting excited about but it's not actual gameplay footage so a lot of times the trailers tend to excite people but people who don't yeah i'm trying to say this without you know being rude if you will but when you work in promotion in advertisement it's designed to attract a target audience and sometimes the target audience uh may have a certain intellect level of intellect that you won't realize you won't see in between the lines of the advertisement it's made to 
you know, accentuate the positives, but hide the negatives, if you will. And sometimes when it comes to video games, stuff like this happens where they show trailers with awesome looking animation and CGI and whatever like that, but it's not the actual gameplay footage that you're seeing. It's amazing that we're at this state now where we're in PlayStation 5 and sometimes they still do that. Sometimes these companies do hide, hide the negatives of what the game is, but accentuate the positives of the game, showing what they want to see. But I'll give a great example. 2K Games, quite a few of their games are like this, and I will point out WWE 2K. They are known for accentuating, accentuating the positives and hiding the negatives of their games like the game kind of looks great it kind of plays great but there's a lot of bugs in between and all this stuff that they don't talk about and they try to hide from you with stuff like that you know it it this is a known thing this is a common practice and not just games it's a common practice on in, in in business in general this is like this is something that every business happened but with that said we got a trailer announcing that this game is coming we don't know what this game is going to look like entirely, but it is coming and it will involve both Black Panther and uh, Captain America, not T'Challa, not even maybe T'Chaka, but a Black Panther prior to T'Chaka. Um, so it's this is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, didn't exactly say what type of game, what genre this is going to be. Just know that it's going to be T'Challa's grandfather and Captain America is going to be based on a storyline based around World War II. And it may actually include Hydra and uh, Red Skull because that was that was who they were facing at the time. Also, members of the Holland Commandos have been said to be uh, joining this game as well. So it I'm looking forward to this. This is awesome. This is one of those projects that we didn't get a that we weren't aware of that is coming out so i'm i'm excited I, I don't they didn't even say what game system this is going to be for it's just it's coming so we're looking forward to that marvel midnight suns which i was looking forward to coming at the beginning of october like right around the time of new york comic-con which has been delayed now has a new release date and i'm a little bit disappointed in this it was uh it was scheduled to come out like literally at the beginning like I think around seven for eighth, uh, which because my idea was that I was going to be playing this while away on New York for New York Comic Con, not happening. So eventually, this now will be released on December second, which is still great. It's still within the year. It's holiday season, um, so that's fine. The problem is, it's going to be available for every new gen console and PC, except. The nintendo switch and not only am i disappointed i'm also worried because this is one of those situations where yes nintendo switch is not as powerful as the other systems um when you're starting to make a game that is supposed to be porting on all systems and it's supposed to be fluid it's a little bit hard but at the same time i understand in some cases because nintendo is not an easy company to please especially when you're working with a console that has a more foreign style control scheme in 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 game controllers than the other games nintendo i mean uh sony and microsoft's you know consoles and controllers virtually the same to a lot of respect they're virtually the same 
but here you have the Nintendo Switch, which has the Joy-Cons, and the Joy-Cons work a little bit, they're a little bit more unorthodox than the other traditional controllers that we play on these on these game systems. Even the, even the Steam, the Steam Valve controller, you know, and, and the Steam controllers are virtually the same as the other controllers. So it's pretty, it's slightly universal to that extent, but Nintendo is very strict because of the gimmick of the Joy-Cons and the fact that they, you know, separate to be played as separate controllers in itself, but it could also combine to be one. So you got to make sure that that's okay. And I think that may be the reason that, I mean, I could be wrong, but I hopefully that's all that is because that's usually the case with a lot of games that try to port their product onto the Nintendo Switch. It has to not only play in handheld mode, it needs to also play as separate Joy-Cons. And you got that means they got to make a whole entire new control scheme for that. And if they're doing that is, of course, if they're doing multiplayer, which I believe this game is doing multiplayer uh, features as well. So that I can see where that had where that's headed. I hope that's all it is and not that it, it's like an engine situation involving, you know, graphicals or, uh, you know, uh, quality or whatever like that. I'm hoping that it's not being dumbed down or anything. It, I. I just, I just hope that it, it's, it's nothing really big. And I hope also that it's something that could be done to a point that it'll come out like sooner than later, because the promise was all of it was supposed to have would come out like this. And again, it may not, it may be done by like somebody by another company, but it's published by 2k games. And to me, that always makes me cringe because even like even if 2k is just a publisher they it rubs me the wrong way and the last time i had issues with a 2k game it was russell it was a two wwe 2k uh you know 18 which they were trying to port onto the nintendo switch and blind squirrel had to come in or blind squirrel was the one that uh was the developers for this version as opposed to the normal people that was doing it and it didn't work out by the slightest so i'm a, i'm I, you know color me a little bit worried about this i always you know it's it, it's it's a no-brainer that it, it'll probably be really great on the next gen consoles because they got a lot more op, you know power to work with in that sense i'm a little worried about this one so hopefully this will work out hopefully they will get it together and we'll see from there so uh also announced at D23 Game Showcase was Tron Identity, uh, which is a visual novel adventure. I'm not, uh, I'm all for this. I'm all for, I, I like visual novels. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Telltale's uh, series and stuff like that. So um, this is expected to come out sometime in 2023 and it claims to be released on PC and consoles, um, which could be in the Switch as well. A new co-op, um, game starring mickey and a bunch of the other uh characters it, with the art style of the recent mickey mouse animated uh cartoons on disney it's called illusion island which is announced uh, exclusively for the nintendo switch it is actually available for pre-order now on the eShop. uh it's already up there so it's basically a 2d platformer starring mickey donald mini goofy uh as they pretty much set to uh, out in a, an adventure of some sorts, kind of like, uh, what is it? What is it? Mickey's, uh, I forgot the old game from the Genesis. 
but it, it kind of gives you know that type of vibe but with a new art style but uh this is expected to arrive in 2023 as well so we'll see uh some more marvel games uh have been announced uh mostly like mobile games have been announced a uh, new ar game has been announced for it is supposed to be like kind of a pokemon go ish type of thing and is actually uh announced by it's been uh it's, it's supposed to be created by pokemon go developers uh niantic as well so these guys are on a roll <laughs> they're, they're pokemon go is a thing uh they got a few other titles that they made for the mobile games and people are really i didn't realize that people are still actually playing pokemon go like my brother-in-law it could I don't know if it could be that they're out of touch. No, but I believe people are still playing Pokemon Go. A brother-in-law and his girlfriend who live in Germany, they came down, you know, to America this summer after, you know, a couple of years of being quarantined in Germany and everything. And we all finally got to meet up and hang out with each other. And lo and behold, these two are playing Pokemon Go and trying to get as many new Pokemon from this region as possible. So it is still a thing and that's awesome that's pretty damn awesome uh so yeah expect that to happen we got uh an avatar game coming i saw some quick gameplay footage for avatar frontiers of pandora uh so that looks pretty good and uh, that is expected to be coming soon as well more pokemon free to play uh stuff uh content is coming including uh, marvel snap which is an upcoming free uh free to play collectible card game and it's supposed to be global as well uh return to monkey island got a new trailer as well i didn't know that was connected to um i didn't know that it was actually connected to uh d23 that was uh i was surprised when i saw that i didn't had i had no idea so they have now a uh, launch date is coming next week actually the 19th so uh, that pre-order is available aliens uh dark descent we got a first look at that game trailer too and uh pretty much like a top-down shooter based game that is coming out in 2023 it looks pretty cool uh gargoyles remastered has been announced that i'm interested in it was a game that i believe came out during the genesis era and in 1995 and um it's set to be coming out with new animation now they didn't show the new footage or whatever but they just they showed the old footage but announced that it's going to be redone from the ground up and added some new things all right they're doing this i'm sorry if they're doing can we please bring back ducktales remaster can we get that way forward games back you know i love gargoyles but i'm sorry the original ducktales was awesome in the remaster one that way forward did is just sitting on the shelf dusted can we please bring that back it's i have it for the ios but like i don't want to play in that great game on a stupid um virtual controls i want that on handheld I want that on hell i even want that on the playstation uh if i could get it on air like the ducktales is one of the it's one of disney's absolute best uh 2d side scrolling games they ever made and, and you know credit to chippendale's rescue range as well but the popularity of ducktales was that great and way forward did a phenomenal job it helped it actually helped elevate them because of what they did almost in the same way that you know tribute games did with teenage mutant ninja turtle shredder's revenge like way way forward kind of help elevate indie game developers by being able to pull that off and make it look like the capcom you know a a, a more perfected capcom experience that we that we would expect 
So yeah, please bring that back. But I'm also glad that Gargoyles is coming back too. You know, we need more Gargoyles in our life. I miss Goliath. <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley uh, is adding a new Toy Story realm later this year. Uh, I believe that's out now, which basically is like a, it's kind of a life sim, if you will. So, uh, you know, if you guys like that, if you know, it's, it'll be available and they're adding more content to that down the line. Uh, a mobile MMORPG shooter for Avatar uh, Reckoning it gets its first trailer as well. So, you know, expect that to come out. I, that's a definitely a franchise that is deserving of a uh, MMORPG. And this is going to be a mobile shooter as well. So that is uh, coming soon. No real release date for that. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga gets a new Galactic Edition and a new character in there. So uh, you're going to get uh, favorites like, uh, what is it? Cassin Andor, Reva, Captain Rex, and a few others coming down the line. 13 characters in this pack that'll be coming November 1st. So stay tuned for that. Uh, a new racing game, Disney Speedstorm, uh, which is introducing a new racer from Monsters, Inc. in there. So expect that well I, actually that's already been out if i'm correct um disney mirrorverse also out now uh you know gets a halloween season which will have a lot of uh like showed you know ursula is one of the people that will be in there mirrorverse is a free-to-play action rpg game take hence note on the quote-unquote free-to-play by the way oh you know if you know heavy emphasis on that in a sarcastic way it's never free so uh marvel strike force is adding red hawk to their lineup as well so that is pretty much all we got what we didn't get is information on spider-man uh 2 and the new wolverine game which is supposed to be by insomniac games that is in and well all right granted even though that is here's the thing here's the funny thing about this in the showcase they showed clips of spider-man 2 but there was no mention of spider-man 2 now granted it is a sony product it is licensed by sony so i can imagine why they didn't want to show it or could show it or whatever like that but they showed a clip of it on there because it is a marvel game so i don't understand i i don't get it but you know that's here nor there but i guess sony is saving that for their own you know next state of play showcase as well all right, so we got that down. Then we have Nintendo Direct, which always brings the heat, never fails. And this one, it didn't fail at all. But I was expecting a little bit more, but we got one thing that we've been waiting for, and it was all worth the wait. So let's run down. Let's go up the top and say the sequel to Breath of the Wild, which has been delayed has now been announced with a release date and a new name. It is now called Tears of the Kingdom. This is in fact a follow-up to Breath of the Wild, but it has a now new name for it. So, and it looks absolutely God willing, beautiful. Uh, we see Link who is gonna be doing a lot of different things in this. Still, he's gonna be climbing mountains, which I love. And it's going to be the, the absolute freedom to do whatever, which is something that I wish that they would have done for uh, with for uh, Aloy and Horizon. Now, granted, Horizon Forbidden West is still an awesome freaking game, <laughs> but it, it was always being compared to the two. And the idea that 
Link on the Nintendo Switch had the ability to literally go anywhere he wanted to go. There was no limitations in his open world. And then you have something as powerful as the as the Horizon series and they would not let her climb wherever she wanted to climb, whatever. Like they need to free that up. Uh, I didn't mind it, but at the same time, it just felt like it felt restricted when compared to playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. And we're getting that again, plus some other really awesome, you know, uh, deals here. But more importantly, we got a release date. May 12th, 2023 is the date. This is going to be one of the most highly anticipated games during that time. Bardem, no, it's people are talking about like how God of War is going to be hyped up this Christmas and it is already being hyped up. They got a Rick and Morty commercial, you know, pushing this. I told somebody the other day, uh, you know, a while ago about the idea because he didn't understand the why every game is, you know, running away from God of War. Yeah, because they got money to promote this and they don't want to be overshadowed with their game. No matter how great their game is, they're going to be overshadowed by God of War advertisements. It's already happening. Rick and Morty is is endorsing this game. OK, so like they're going to have the money for this. I would stay away from it, too. Breath of the Wild is another one is going to be another game that I think people are going to try to steer clear away from, because if your game is scheduled to come out on the day that Breath of the Wild come out, expect not to make too much money on that day like especially if you all if your game is scheduled to be on a nintendo switch you're gonna lose money today you need to strategize a day they it's best to strategize a day that no real big game is like this is gonna be out it's the best way for you to get more income for your product just saying so uh that we finally got a release date we finally got a new name and everything and um i'm looking at so looking forward to this i'm gonna be so drawn into hours of that game also announced pikmin 4 it will be arriving in 2023 i've never been a pikmin guy like that but it's one of like like i haven't been with splatoon but there is a huge huge fan base for this game and, and a splatoon as well so uh fire emblem a new game for fire emblems coming engage has been announced um and this is going to be awesome it's it, as it's a new mainline game and it features marth so i'm looking forward to this uh this looks I, I i love all fire emblem games i love them all and it's coming january 20th 2023 i may, may want to jump on this so maybe see what this is about but it looks pretty beautiful as we, what you'd expect uh kirby's return to dreamland deluxe brings uh the wii classic to the switch so that is coming as well so that's awesome octopath traveler 2 has been announced uh this is an incredible like say what i will about jrpgs because i'm not really a big fan of them but visually i did play the demo to the first game just visually this game is so beautiful to look at like even if i don't play it i just enjoy the the artistry of this game it's just just a stunning art style man uh so that is coming and i believe it is scheduled for february 24 2023 so it's coming out the first quarter of the year and uh it will not be on a switch exclusive but oh looks like it will be on the uh playstation 5 and playstation 4 as well that's that's pretty huge so expect that i'm really looking forward to this bayonetta 3 we got another new trailer 
showcasing everybody's favorite witch so we got a little bit more story as to what's going on here it looks like she's now becoming a superhero pretty much we also got a new character coming who kind of resembles uh virgil from devil may cry even has a hugely large katana sword as well so we're getting uh that plus all the old characters from the first two are making a comeback as well for this coming october 28th 2022 i'm so looking forward to that as well so that is a definite final fantasy theatrum uh theater what how did it pronounce this theater rhythm it's basically theater and rhythm combined together they really that's such a square enix thing uh final bar <laughs> line is uh basically a music based game and that's coming february 16th 2022 it's gonna have well over i believe they said like 300 songs from spanning from all over the uh final fantasy series so that is coming out plus they're gonna be expansions uh as well from near uh from near game octopath traveler and live alive as well will be uh in there in later dates but it's all coming so it's funny you know i kind of like want to get this considering i'm going to um head off to see the a new world at the intimate uh music from final fantasy concert tomorrow which is why i'm actually doing this show early by the way normally i would do this on a friday but and considering all the information that came out and the fact that i am going to see this concert that eric roth is going to be conducting as well here in philadelphia at the irvine auditorium uh check your check go over to their website ffnewworld.com for more tickets and seeing how you could get there or other locations now plug aside i digress <laughs> but um you know it's it's really interesting that you know i'm gonna see this concert this game is coming i may be interested after going to this concert to just invest in that game too nintendo online who is now who is now provided gamers with uh classic n64 games added a few more you, uh mario party's coming poke i was kind of pissed off about this though but pokemon stadium one and two is coming the reason why i'm pissed off is because pokemon stadium was a game that i was looking forward to playing back when i was when i had my well i still have my n64 and i still actually i i'm pretty sure i have that cart that cartridge in this office in my closet but it was the game I thought like, all right, for years we've been playing on the Game Boy for uh, in the Game Boy Color and all that with this. Now we get our first Pokemon game for the 64. And I wanted this game to not be like what we played on a Game Boy. This is a more powerful system. I want to see these characters interact with each other in terms of battle. That never happened. I was so pissed. <laughs> with pokemon stadium one and two it wasn't until like we just now we're just like we just now finally got to a point where we're seeing pokemon actually battle each other you know and I, just like it's 2022 why are we just now getting this and you know pokemon tournament as well was another game i'm like we finally get to see these pokemon actually do what they should be doing and battling okay it's like Pokemon Stadium was such a farce to me. It was like it, you saw you saw the camera pan to one Pokemon and then they do their move and then it pans goes completely over to the other Pokemon and you see them get impacted by the move. It was so weak. So 
Pokemon one and two, I was not like the big, like really happy. Actually, none of the games that they announced, I wasn't really happy about. But you know, Mario Party actually is a pretty fun game. Mario Party two, Mario Party three is also coming. 1080 snowboarding, Excite by 64, which wasn't really the best Excite. Like it didn't nearly do as good as uh, the original Excite by for the NES. Um, but the biggest announcement that they oh Pilot Wings was also announced too. The biggest one that they really announce is a undoubted cult classic golden eye 007 is going to be on air and i think that one right there is really going to lure old school gamers into subscribing to this because that game alone was a lot of people's favorite game on the on the uh n64 it was so such a popular game back then even now people still talk about it. like it's on an episode of family guy they 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 spoof a uh, golden eye at one point i think it's the episode where meg goes into the olympics for skiing and and uh what, what is it in russia or something like that and then you know they go into this uh segment where they uh where uh they go into you know start shooting people like gold you know like they wouldn't go eye in, in first person it's really fun it's funny as hell so that has been announced as well. Also, we got another trailer for Crisis Core with a release date folly. It's coming December 13th, 2023. I cannot wait for this. I Look, I'm pretty sure as many episodes as I've done of Select Start or even the Prime Show, I'm pretty sure I have mentioned my love for Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 for so long and my hopes that they bring this back i was expecting hopefully that they would just bring you know bring back the original the fact that they're just bringing a brand new version from you know made, remade from the ground up i couldn't be what a christmas present for me <laughs> okay i'm sorry it is an absolute i still have the playstation portable cartridge the umd of this game in my closet or my vault if you will in this office um i am so excited because you guys don't understand a lot of people who didn't own a psp back in the day missed out on one of the best games actually to be honest arguably the final fantasy action rpg that led to the change in gameplay direction for future final fantasy games and that is including final fantasy remake final fantasy 15 um this game was very well received for those who owned the PSP and the story of Zach, you know, Zach Fair uh, was so compelling. It was so awesome. And you got to see, you know, a little bit of other, you know, a little bit more depth within the Final Fantasy seven series. And it was just so much fun. I've replayed and loved that game. It's I, you know, I for what it's worth, I don't want to spoil any. Well, it's not really hard to spoil if you under if you know the story of Zack from Final Fantasy 7, but the ending of the original PSP game was so awesome. Um, I hope that they keep that in there because it was it was just really well done. It was so well done. Uh I, I can't wait. To, I so can't wait for this. It's just one of the games I'm looking forward to in the holiday season. So for those who own Mario Kart 8, a wave three is in the works, is coming soon uh they have more uh courses that will be you know based on previous marvel uh i'm sorry marvel mario kart uh games so look forward to that 
uh, Nintendo Switch Sports is now getting another free update. Now, golf will be added to it as well for that. Um, when did they say that? They didn't say that it was coming out, but it's in the works. But it's a free update coming later this year. Also, another free update for Mario Strikers is coming. Diddy Kong and Pauline is going to be added there. And I'm, I love this. I love this. Um, it's the one thing I think that if I remember when I reviewed this game, it's the one thing that was one of my negatives is that there's not enough characters. But I also knew that they were going to be adding more characters. I hope they do not stop because they, you need a large amount of characters to add into this gameplay. I mean, you just you have to. And I, for one, want every single Koopa kid in this game because you get that many, you know, uh, get that many characters that will fill up the entire game full of characters for this type of game. And that's what it needs. And it looks like they're still doing it. Also, new suits and armor will be added as well for this. Um, so this is coming down the line. They didn't say when it was coming, but uh, actually, no, uh, it, no, it did they? No, they did not. But it is coming down the line. I, I do like Mario Strikers. Strikers. It is a fun arcadey soccer game. In terms of actual soccer action games, Captain Subasa is my everything. Like it's the only soccer game I will be willing to wanting to play. No soccer game. Oh well, uh, Izuma um, Izuma Eleven also was a great game that was supposed to come out a long time ago. Like the Switch came out in 2017, I believe. It's 2022. I've heard that that game was supposed to come out a long time ago. Captain Subasa has already came come out. Mario Strikers has already come out. There's been a horde of actual uh, soccer or football games that has actually come out. And in Inazuma 11, which I played in, I played the uh, 3DS game back in the day. I was I really enjoyed that game. It was a really great tactical RPG type of soccer game. For some reason. This one has not come out yet, and I'm, I, I'm, I don't understand why what was going, what's going on in that part. I hope it does, because it was also a great game. But Captain Tsubasa is just dope. <laughs> just plain and simple. Xenoblade Chronicles Three is getting a second wave, coming with a new mechanical character called Inu. Uh, no, what is it? Uh, oh no, this is expected to arrive in October 13th, 2022. I have not heard from anybody that I know on this game as to whether it's good enough. Like I've read reviews on this. I played, I, I have Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but I just couldn't get into that gameplay style. I, I, the idea that like, I'm not controlling the characters. It, it's, it just throws me off. I couldn't get into it. I like the, the look, the feel, but I just couldn't get into the game. I'd really just, I really couldn't. So Splatoon 3, uh, what is this? Uh, they got the first splash fest, um, which means this is an expansion pack, I guess. It's it's coming to arrive uh, as arriving soon as uh, September. Uh, the first splash fest will take place on the twenty third, and it'll run through the twenty fifth. It sounds like a beta or something, of sorts, or just like some sort of a campaign or something, for that. So, uh, yeah, this next one. I'm a little torn. I was excited when I when they announced that Resident Evil Village was coming, and then they put the then they slapped the cloud label on it, and I was like, "Oh, son of a!" <laughs> yes, Resident Evil Village is coming on to cloud. Uh, there is a demo out right now to see how it plays in that form. I I can tell you this: after playing Kingdom Hearts, after playing uh, what is that? 
Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The cloud works. The cloud works if you have a very powerful bandwidth. If you have good Wi-Fi, it works. My issue with this is that you can't play it. Like, I'm going away. I'm going away. To, uh, to um, I'm traveling. I'm going to be in a hotel. There's no guarantee that every hotel has a strong Wi-Fi. I believe, luckily, the hotel I'm going to soon will have great Wi-Fi. So um, that's that. But like, I, if I wanted to play on the road, I want to be able to, you know, play games like this. Just, I, just the idea that I have to rely on the internet to be able to play a game of this caliber, it burns me. It was even, I think what bugs me more is that they're charging you the same price for this they're charging you the same price that they would and you I, honestly you do not own this you do not own this version at all it's like at any time their servers can go down and you're out of it like at least with other games you it's it's on your memory it's on your memory um your sd cards or your or, or your hard drives or whatever like that so you can play this game like even if they disconnected you should be able to play these games because you own these digital games there shouldn't be any reason why these games shouldn't be playable after years later okay it just it really shouldn't um but this right here it, it, it's it's a deal breaker for me it really is but also they did announce that um resident evil 7 biohazard resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 will also be available on a nintendo switch via cloud as well coming down the line uh, yeah, it, it, this cloud version will be released on the 28th of October. So if you honestly, if you're, I guess if you don't own a PlayStation five or Xbox series X and uh, S and you want to play this game and you own a Nintendo switch, if you really are like that, then yeah, go out of your way, do it, I guess. But it, to me, it's not for the price that they're going to charge for this. I'm sorry. It's just not because if your power goes out, or if or your even more if your internet goes out if it you know there's a blackout in, in bandwidth and the internet and such like that in your neighborhood you can play games offline regardless you cannot play this game and you're screwed so just saying it's like you, you gotta think about you gotta use critical thinking for stuff like that um harvest moon oh by the way there was a for this particular for the nintendo direct there was an ongoing theme for this there's a lot. I, I didn't mention it yet because it hasn't come, but it will. It, and it might start here. There's a lot of farm sims that were announced for this uh, particular direct. It was really weird. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, which is getting a remake, was one of them. Uh, and it's coming out the summer of 2023. Another farm sim, Faye Farm, which is an RPG farm simulation as well. Um, that is coming soon, too. It's just weird. It's like one of these situations where every all these developers just like, hey, let's make a farm sim. Nobody has nobody hasn't done that in a while. And then all these other ones, I suppose, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Harvestella, another farm sim from Square Enix, is also coming November fourth as well. And it was just like weird. It's just like all these farm sims is just coming. Like, is there now a is this a, or is this like a new the new fad for gaming now? Farm sims is this this was going on now? <laughs> 
So, but the difference is a lot. Well, it's not even different. A lot of these farm sims are also action games as well. So it's just weird. It was just awfully weird, but they're coming. If you're into that, uh, I haven't played Farmville in ages, by the way. And it's not say I don't like these farm simulation games. It's just, it's just, I haven't played in a long time. Like I, I, I was a big Farmville, you know, uh, dude, you know, when, when mobile games was actually really worth playing at the time. Um, it was a really fun game, but I just, I, I fell off it after a while. So there, there you have it. That. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse comes to the West for the first time, and it is coming to the Nintendo Switch sometime in early 2023. This is a game that many people like. This is one of those hardcore import games that people were, you know, marveling about. And now it's coming to the West. So that's awesome. Uh, Tunic Adventures is coming to the uh, Switch uh, September 27th. So that's been announced. Um, also, It Takes Two, which is a game that has been, I believe that's an award-winning game, is, is actually coming to the Switch uh, in November. November 4th, to be exact. So this is pretty much, uh, from what I understand the story of this, this is a co-op uh, uh, co platforming, a 3D platformer that has a story about two, a couple that was splitting up or something like that, and then they turn into puppets, so they got to work together which kind of, I guess, rekindles their relationship through this adventure at all. It's really, it's a cute story. Um, but it, this was on the other consoles for a while, and now it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. Can I give you guys a, a little something? Because um, my next, this game and the next announcement that I'm going to say always equates to something I always say. When I, when I see a game that's coming out for the... Uh, for the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. And I play these games and I look further into the details of this game, like in terms of memory capacity and space that it needs. If it's a game that's like less than 20 gigs, but it looks awesome on the on the PlayStation 5, like the graphics looks tremendous, but it just happens to be like less than 10 gigs or 20 gigs, it's coming to the Switch. And if this game was one of them, guaranteed was coming to the Switch. But this next game, when I played and reviewed this a while back, I noticed that this game was only nine gigs, and it looks awesome for the for the PlayStation Five. But I looked at this like, there's no way in hell that this game is not coming to the Nintendo Switch. And in fact, as of Nintendo Direct, they announced it, and I knew it, and I called it. Sifu, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I haven't listened to the episode that I review. A while back but go back to that episode i guarantee i've said that this is this is possible to come onto the switch sifu which was the action bait awesome action based kung fu game is coming november 8th to the nintendo switch i knew this game was coming this thing's only nine gigs and the thing that the, the way that they did this it is so awesome it, guys remember this is the uh kung fu this is the sifu was the game that kind of sold people to get the, the PlayStation 5, that hyped people on the PlayStation 5, if you guys remember, because it was such an awesome looking game. And then we play it and it's actually an awesome, you know, action game, very different uh, gameplay style, but it's not, it, it didn't require that much memory capacity to, you know, to be able to play this game. It's only nine gigs. And I'm like, all this hype for this game that looks like a legit PlayStation 5 game at the time and now it's coming to the nintendo switch and there's no way in hell 
I'm not getting, I won't be getting, like, I'm, I'm going to play this game hard on a Nintendo Switch. I cannot wait. I loved it on a PlayStation 5, but yeah, I'm eagerly going to be anticipating this. So cannot wait for this. I love this. I absolutely love this. So it's coming November 8th. Uh, and ah, man, if you haven't played, if you haven't had a chance to play this game and you love action, uh, martial arts games, this one is going to be it. And this is a very challenging game. So it, 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 it's, it's awesome. Looking forward to that front mission, uh, first remake and front mission Two remake, uh, gets a new look. There's this coming soon. Some launching sometime in 2023, uh, Adler rise at three alchemist of the end in the secret key um will be coming early 2023 tales of symphony uh symphony uh symphony uh, i should say uh is getting remastered and will be coming uh early 2023 as well dragon front uh dragon runpa creators have uh announced a new master detective archive game called rain code that's scheduled to come spring 2023 spongebob squarepants the cosmic shake swims to uh, the nintendo switch in 2023 rune factor 3 is coming in 2023 and a new rune uh factory has been announced as well uh various day life is going to be an art new rpg game which uh is coming uh it's actually available now on a nintendo switch radiant silver gun arrives also on a nintendo switch is available now it's an arcade shooter so expect that uh a lot of a lot of news coming factor uh factorio tasks uh is a what is is this a game that is uh, already announced too factorio task players with uh surviving on a strange planet according to ign with strong production lines so that uh factorio uh launches on october 28th 2022 ib is a really interesting game uh involving involving a person who ends up getting sucked into a art portrait which ends up becoming this whole new world in here so this is a very artsy style game uh that is coming out soon uh no release date for that yet but it's coming uh eyeballers is expected to come early 2023 which is a basically a party game that can uh, play up to six uh players uh fitness boxer <laughs> i'm so mad at this one fitness boxing fist of the north star is a workout game for the i first of all i was so disappointed i saw um i saw this and i saw ken ken uh ken shiro and i'm like Oh crap, are we getting a new final uh Fist of the North Star game for the Nintendo Switch? No. Well, technically, yes, but no. It's a stupid boxing game. And I'm like, of all the things to use this franchise for, it's it it, it, it just looks it just looks crappy from the door. Like I this is this is one of those games that you can't play handheld. You have to play it, you know, on uh the TV mode so you can really work out with it. I am no, I'm not. No, no, absolutely not. Nor would I be, nor would I be playing Just Dance 2023, which is scheduled to come out November 22nd. This is for all you TikTokers out there. And the last game to announce is Endless Dungeon, uh, which is coming out 2023 as well. So that was everything from there. Honestly, um, it was good. It was, it was, it was good. I feel like I've seen better Nintendo Directs. This was solid. And with the announcement of, um, 
the announcement of you know Zelda uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and with a release date of May to, uh May 12, 2023 it just it, it was a very it was a solid you know direct it wasn't I, it didn't blow me away like other ones would I don't know why I was looking I guess I was looking for something in there that I haven't seen in there but um no this was a pretty good one I just think they they've had better in in this case so and then we have PlayStation State of Play, which had some really awesome announcements. Now, I got a chance to see this while I was in the theater um, waiting to see Clerks 3. So I had a chance to watch it. Um, while it did not have as many announcements as the others, the announcements that they had were huge. And in fact, this made for one of the better PlayStation State of Plays. Because what we know from, Play, from State of Play showcases, they usually aren't that good so um the biggest announcement to me for me actually not to me but the biggest announcement for me tekken 8 was officially announced and they showed a trailer with heihachi and kazuya once again battling which is weird because the thing is is that they announced a while back <coughs> not a while back a long time ago when tekken 7 was first announced tekken 7 which which just dates back to 2017 mind you um they basically said that tekken 7 marks the end of the uh the uh heihachi mishima or the mishima saga uh with that involved kazuya and heihachi yet tekken 8 is showing a trailer with these two on here now the awesome thing which i hope it was i hope that this was an actual gameplay demo a trailer showing what it's going to look like because it should look like what it's what we've seen thus far um the trailer looked tremendous i don't know if it's actually the gameplay footage or whatnot but it played like the gameplay footage in here so i'm hoping that, that it was it um we didn't get too much else of it other than just a reveal trailer saying it is coming no release date or anything yet or what it entails or whatnot not like we have with uh street fighter 6 but i'm very excited it looks stunning as hell even if it doesn't look like this i expect it to look very close to what we saw here but we're in the next gen stage it should look like what we saw in this trailer so uh i'm excited now and it doesn't mean that this won't be this this should get it should be based on a whole new entire story and this will be available in next gen only which leads me to believe that what we saw could be what we see in the game so I'm excited because fighting games are making a resurgence again, and it's about time. It's about damn time, I tell you. Uh, we get another trailer for God of War Ragnarok, uh, which, you know, also announced a limited edition Dual Sense controller, which really do does look awesome. Um, the controller, I believe, is scheduled to come out at around the same time the release of the game comes out as well. Uh, the trailer for the for the uh, game looks awesome. I just think that it it was not needed because we know it's coming out we didn't need to and I, not only that, it was the last game i think that they really showed in the series so it was like kind of a letdown at the end because we didn't get too much of a gameplay of i mean or an, any other announcements like spider-man 2 uh the wolverine game that insomniac is looking for i was looking for it hopefully that we got stuff like that we didn't um i mean like they could have showed this trailer elsewhere because we know it's coming 
we know it's coming out it does they don't have to do but so much with god of war because anybody who owns a who owns the pc or owns a playstation 5 is going to buy god of war that is going to be the most popular game during that time when november hits bar none it's that that's not for debate <laughs> okay so i while i appreciate it the telling of what was what to expect i would have much better referred that they replaced it with some other announcement so i mean it's here nor there star wars tales from the galaxy um we get new gameplay trailer for that as well um no release date for that to come out we get uh demio which is announced for playstation vr 2 i can look here's my prediction for the vr there will be no vr 3 i predict this sony has a bad tendency to not support their third party you know uh projects look what happened look at look at the look at the history the psp the ps vita the all of them have something in common they come out they have games for them they don't advertise these games for them they don't push these games for them not like the way that nintendo does with their products and they don't get supported and they wonder why did there's no sales in this in this product because they don't market these things it is stupidly surprising how they don't market this because it's like it's sony they have the money to do this they have why are they not pushing this product i don't get it it is what it is but it you know that's here nor there a big uh, something that really excites me uh something that is coming for uh from japan for the first time ever a spinoff to yakuza ishin is coming to the uh western states i am so looking forward to this because this is a more of a like samurai based game and like this is um ryaga uh what is the company's name ryaga ryuga katako uh, it is their dragon engine which is going to be played in here but this time you're going to be hacking and slashing your way through this so um this is coming to the playstation 4 and playstation 5 in february 2023 uh whether there's going to be english dub like it is on the judgment series and all the other yakuza series that's yet to be announced yet or whatnot but this is based on a game that was from japan that was strictly for japan at the time so i don't know if this is just going to be just a continuous port from there but i'm excited about this because any game that that company makes um in the yakuza series using the dragon engine i am all for it i love the dragon engine i love it's one of my favorite engines out there and what they've done with that from yakuza to fist of the north star to judgment it's just a fantastic thing it's so dope so uh hogwarts legacy is getting a playstation exclusive quest in here so for those who you know all those harry potter fans out there here you go uh pacific drive is uh coming from ironwood studios um and it looks like you're gonna be driving behind a wheel in a post-apocalyptic uh version of the pacific northwest there you have it that's that uh, playstation stars has been announced which is basically a, lo a loyalty program that is going to provide like 3d figurines for those who i guess is like their um achievements system or whatnot so it's kind of it looks like the same items that you got from the free game that you get for playstation 5 in there some of the items include um you know 
3D multiple PlayStation 3s and 4s and all the stuff. So you get those upon achievements or whatnot like that. So uh, there's that. Um, Sindulti has been announced from Bandai Namco. And this game looks absolutely awesome. It's a third person shooter uh, featuring mechs with a um, which with like an art style that's kind of like Nier. And here is coming 2023. Uh, Project Eve. Oh, this game looks so awesome. I want to play this with a passion. Um, you, It's now renamed Stellar Blade and it's coming next year, but the game looks so fantastic, man. Um, we also get another open world samurai based game from the developers of Neo, which means it's probably going to be hard as hell called Rise of the Ronin. It looks awesome. I Team Ninja, I love them. But when it comes to that Neo game, I hate that game because it's so freaking hard it's not enjoyable you cannot just make something so damn hard and like I, i'm holding off in this this game looks awesome it looks fantastic i love team ninja i there's some tim tim a lot of team ninja games that i enjoy if it's anything like neo i will not be playing this game because i hate games that are just that forces you a, a hard difficulty level can you please give us options you know there's people who like overly difficult and extremely hard games and challenging games that's a niche group that is a niche group of gamers out there that like that and when you do that you're isolating everybody else who wants to play so yeah you you're cash grabbing people but at the end of the day people you you're you're not gonna it's like fool me one shame on you fool me twice shame on me why make a game like that make it fun don't make it challenging no make it fun and challenging give people options to make to play it fun or challenging, like every other company does please so hopefully this game which looks absolutely stunning looks absolutely awesome i love samurai based games i would like to still be good it's coming out 2024 so hopefully they'll give them enough time to think of the right thing to do and ladies and gentlemen that is everything that was announced on sony's state of play one of their better and i mean absolutely better showcases today um i would rate this up with i would tie this with everything that we've talked about every d23's first showcase was um really telling really good um it was a good first uh deal nintendo direct always brings it this one was solid albeit not best this is uh state of play strongest one to date this is great. I mean, I love it. Hopefully next time they do a state of play, we'll learn more about Spider-Man, Wolverine, Final Fantasy, the next Final Fantasy seven uh, sequel game. We'll learn more about those. But this one. Awesome. This is this is great news coming from uh, PlayStation here and all of them for that matter. So, folks, that will do it for this segment of the show. We're going to take a break, come back and I will review Jojo's Bizarre Adventure all-star battle r for the nintendo switch although be it available in multiple consoles and we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley planning the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. 
TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. you've reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to review jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle r for the nintendo switch preferably but it is also available on the playstation 5 xbox one pc via steam playstation 4 and xbox series x and s uh this is not a new game this is actually a remake of a cult classic fighting game by bandai namco and this game was one of my favorite fighting games when it came out. CyberConnect2 uh, was the developers for this who also was responsible for virtually almost every anime-based game that is made for Bandai Namco. They do such a great job. They're the ones behind uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, um, I believe Xenoverse as well. No, Dan, I don't know. Xenoverse is not theirs. Uh, what is theirs is uh demon slayer is another one um and all of the naruto ultimate ninja storm series they're responsible for so you know these guys are been on a roll with uh bandai namco entertainment and it's just one of my favorites of the playstation 4 era when it came out it was playstation 4 and playstation 3 and um it originally released on december 17th of 2015 for those consoles now it's been remade added some bells and whistles to it new coat of paint uh new bow if you will and it's just it's awesome what i love about this game most is that it's not it's a core fighting game it is actually a tournament based fighting game i believe evo did use this as one of their selections for this year's evo tournament if i'm correct i could be wrong somebody correct me but this is a core fighting game this was made to be a core fighting game uh and actually to really mimic the original jojo uh, jojo's bizarre adventure uh, Capcom game that came out so long ago and uh, if anybody remembers playing that game back then it was one of the most awesome uh, games that, they, that uh, Capcom created at the time and developed um, it was so well done it was made by like the C what is it the CPS3 uh, board if I'm correct which was the same board that created uh, Street Fighter 3 at the time it was beautifully done uh, I would look, I could go back and play that game all over again, but they made Bandai Namco and, you know, CyberConnect 3 managed to make a 3D version of this game with, you know, using 2.5D, you know, uh, stages, if you will. And it really, really plays exactly or at least very close to that old Capcom fighting game that they that were made. And then on top of that, they added so many more characters to the game, too. What was missing? From the game i think which is i'm gonna go off you know off the bat right now and tell you that one of my biggest negatives about this game is that they didn't have a story mode for this now if you look at the website 
the actual website for Bandai Namco for this game. If you look at, you know, other descriptions of this game, they mark this as the first time that all of these characters have come together to battle each other. Not true at all. Um, also on the PlayStation 4, created by CyberConnect2 for Bandai Namco, and, you know, for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3, was another fighting game based on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure called Eyes of Heaven. I, again, another game I hope that they will probably remake and bring back as well. I really hope they do because this game was absolutely awesome as well. This game had a really, really strong story mode to it uh, that brought every single JoJo from every single timeline together as one to face this new big threat. I won't spoil it for anybody who actually didn't play it. I still, I recently played it cause um, you know, it's on the PlayStation 4. So all the PlayStation 4 games can be, it's cross compatible to PlayStation 5. So I had a chance to replay that game at one point uh, when JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, you know, came back uh, around and I wanted to play that again. And if you really have not played, you know, watched any of the, I think the thing was when I bought Eyes of Heaven, I didn't, I, I was only um, into Stardust Chronicles. I didn't know about any of the other timelines, but then I started watching, you know, uh, the entire series on Netflix and including the, the, you know, the recent one that I love so much. And I fell in love with this series even more than I did when I first watched the OVA from back in the uh, late eighties and the nineties. And this is one of my favorite series, <laughs> bar none. I love the series and I love the recent you know, series as well, uh, with Jolene in there. This ha also has every single character that eyes of heaven had, but what it is lacking is a strong narrative and storyline. What they have in this place is just a, you know, mode here. So uh, before I even get to that point, I'll go to the key features here. Um, the, they re they re literally remastered or remapped this whole entire game. It looks much better than it did before. Uh, even on a play, even on a Nintendo Switch, it looks so good on a Nintendo Switch. It looks beautiful. The frame rate is fantastic in this game. Um, like this may be one of the best fighting games the Nintendo Switch has ever had. And I have a bunch of fighting games on a Nintendo Switch. Like visually, it's the best one. Like I can say that even with Mortal Kombat on there, because Mortal Kombat is great, but it doesn't look nearly as good as it's console um versions out there because the graphics has stepped up here the, the the animation quality the frame rate the uh character models all look fantastic it looks every bit as what you'd expect from the uh hiro uh hirohiku uh araki art style that is in here which by the way fun fact i didn't realize this is something i did not realize um bow is in this and Bao is based on another anime uh Bao the the visitor it's called two you know different names but Bao the visitor is a anime based on this uh this anime this this teenager who has this bio uh this this kind of uh parasite in him that gives him abilities and, and powers to be a bioweapon I did not know that the same guy who created Jojo's Bizarre Adventure created that. Hiro uh, Hiko Araki is the creator of both that one in this. And in fact, that's why he's a character. And I didn't realize that long ago, but 
you know they added him on here as well so he's in the game and the game visual presentation really does a great job mimicking the manga art style more than the anime art style but it gives you the same vibe that you would expect from the anime and all the bizarre weirdness that's just happening this game from a presentational standpoint gives me vibes of another really awesome cult classic fighting game from the sega genesis era it's called eternal champions and i say this because like every like i mean this is something that you see from dragon ball fighters you see this on um other you know aki not aki engine game um our art system works games uh where if you it, you also see this in street fighter as well or mortal just in general dramatic finishes which plays in here but because the dramatic finishes in this game results in some very creepy type of situations eternal champions did the same thing whereas like if you beat a person in a certain position within the actual stage then it sets off a a dramatic finish or a gruesome finish mind you which is something that was done in mortal kombat as well with the pit and, and stuff like that and it's still done but it just for some reason because of this the way this game is and the fact that this is based on different timelines of the jojo series it really gives me that type of vibe and the whole game gives me that type of vibe but again the presentation looks very good here i just absolutely love it um the voice all the voices to the original japanese actors are here not the american actors again what's known for bandai namco i've said this many times before if it's not dragon ball z if it's not my hero academia because that's the newest one um if it's not naruto it's barely gonna get voice actors from the american like one piece has come out with multiple games uh for this series not once did they use the american actors why they don't say it i will i will bet this budget okay it cost a lot it cost a lot to get these characters um on here but like you have to be ultra popular for you to actually get the voice actors the american voice actors there my hero academia it speaks of volumes that one piece has had multiple games for bandai namco as well as uh dragon ball in uh in naruto my hero academia comes out of nowhere and they get all the american actors on there that's really telling of you know how the popularity is for that but nonetheless if you watch jojo's bizarre adventure or read the manga you will get a kick out of the visuals for this it's just absolutely awesome along with that you got 50 playable characters from every from all over the entire jojo uh, arcs in here um stardust chronicles um you know golden wind diamond is unbreakable the recent one with jolene as well uh stone ocean is what it's called um it's all there everyone i believe the stone ocean one and the and the one after that are, have been added on too uh well the voices have been added on to those but uh new they got new audio added to them as well so here's my negative for this game all, you know in terms of the game modes um the game modes are really it, it's just basically a bunch of arcade modes like the all-star battle mode which should be in all respects their their basic story mode it's not it's just a collage of different battles from different arcs but it doesn't really connect at all in terms of 
you know, the actual story. I wish they did tell it kind of a story to it, but I guess because it's a fighting game, they couldn't really cover every single story there. They can only do it in a, in a certain fashion like this. So you have like three core stories within every stage of the all-star battle, but then you got all these extra challenges when you fight. They go from difficulty level of one star, which is the easiest to maybe like five star, which is the most challenging. Now, if you can't get through the most challenging hard stages, what they have in its place is the ability to tweak the the uh, the difficulty level down or have extra features that allow you to uh, to compensate for the challenge. For instance, like it, and, that, and that is based on how much how many points you or currency in game currency that you earn um throughout the game so if you earn enough currency you can buy certain features you know as you know abilities that allow you to get through the hardest stages better like you can have all of your meters your your um gauges up that allow you to do your kind of a super move here uh you will also have the ability for your opponents you know uh hp to be taken to be diluted dramatically to the point that you can beat him a lot faster or easier or you can have it where you can drain their power their hp down considerably getting you the advantage um to the point because it'll go down to zero and all you got to do is just pluck them and they go down they got a glass jaw pretty much but you can only pick among you can only pick three different abilities from that point but doing so if you keep using it you'll use up all your currency that you do and then when you start to fight again you won't have any currency so you got to use it strategically you know throughout the game but nonetheless what takes up what what really helps the lack of story mode is that the gameplay is so much fun i mean you also have arcade mode too uh which is like you just play through eight stages or whatever like that with all 50 characters if you want and then you can also gain more uh in-game currency from that to use in the all-star battle mode as well which will help and you can also use that currency to unlock illustrations uh character models and stuff like that in a gallery mode which is also a great deal too and the gallery mode also provides a lot more intel into the jojo series and you know in terms of the story arcs the characters involved and everything so it does a great job with that so despite the fact that it doesn't have a elaborate story mode if you will i think it compensates itself for the amount of content that it provides to it and the gameplay is just so much fun that you kind of just like screw it it's like each character you got 50 characters in here and each character kind of plays differently and the gameplay is your classic traditional street fighter form of gameplay which means it's quarter circle left or right it is half circle it is you know it could be 360 it could be it's the traditional way which means you have to learn how to fight in a fighting game it they don't make it easy for you it's not an easy find for you to actually just click on one you know hit a direction button and hit the button to pull off an easy move no this is classic traditional style in its core and i'm so glad that they decided to do that and not change up with the uh times or whatever like that it, it's just great I, I really appreciate it and i think that gets a extra point oh you know for me for that um now how it is contrast from the original according to the website here this title is based on all-star fighting game battle that was released in 2012 uh the game design for of jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle r reinvigorates 
the experience with adjustments to the fighting tempo and the addition of hit stops and jump dashes. So that's an addition here that uh, with new audio recordings for part six, which I believe is Stone Ocean voice actors, uh, the full atmosphere of the animated series is realized. Um, so there, I mean, the frame rate is much better than before. The look is much better. Yes. And the gameplay has been tweaked up, you know, to give it more, uh, give a better experience. Plus they added some other features to it as well. If you brought the collection edition, you were a, you were privy to, um, a Jolene figurine, uh, some other things as well. If you got the deluxe version, uh, digital deluxe, you got, you know, some, you got a season pass. So we're expecting some more characters to come or some more, uh, elements to be, uh, to come soon as well. So I, it overall, like if you're a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure fan, having a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure game on the Nintendo switch on the go that you could play at any time is a must have. If you're an anime fan, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure should be on your list of one of the best uh, anime series that you have ever watched. And then to top it off, this game is just a core fighting game. It is just awesome. It's fast paced, hard hitting, crazy as hell. Like, and I forgot, I failed to mention, which I'm going to mention right now, is that within each stage, this is what I loved about it. Each stage that you go into, there are elements and areas in the stage that if you fall, on it, it triggers a type of action that can that can occur that can affect your characters in a really bad way. So if you're in the premise of that area and if you don't get out of that way, you will be affected. You will be damaged by that situation. Uh, one stage is when you're in a Coliseum, which is the Jonathan Joestar stage. And if you if you fall in that certain area, it triggers a chariot of horses that is going to go around the area. If you guys remember from the old from the first two seasons of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure with Jonathan in there, there's that situation. And if you if you're in the way of that situ of that area, the horses will come and run you over. And it also has a dramatic finish, too. If you finish in a dramatic style, the horses will stop and stomp on you. You're dead. <laughs> pretty much um there's another stage where it involves a car if you step on a certain stage there's a gangster or something like that just walks away like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna come after him if you stay in that area long enough that car will run you over it's stuff like that so there's a lot of action and you know side action going on during the process that makes it a more impactful you know fast-paced game it is just fantastic uh, if you're a fighting game fan this is a must if you're a Jojo fan, this is a must. If you're an anime fan, but never saw Jojo Bizarre Adventure, play this. If you like it, go watch the anime. If you have Netflix, all of the seasons are there. English and subtitle, original Japanese um, voiced as well. It is a fantastic series. They, you know, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the animation, but also the 30th anniversary of the manga series in general. So please go out of your way, check this out. And despite the fact that it doesn't have a elaborate you know in-depth story mode doesn't take away from this game at all and because of that if i'm going to give this game a grade it's going to get a solid a for me like i really really enjoy this game i enjoyed it in the past i enjoy it now and to be able to play this on handheld on the go it's just everything so go out of your way jojo's bizarre adventure uh all-star battle r available virtually on every single console right now Go get it. Go check it out. It's not a bad game on any platform. So, folks, 
that will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed this in every episode. Thank you to all of our new listeners, to our continued listenership that helped us reach 50,000 in August, over 50,000, I should say, in August of downloads. And um, just a wonderful, wonderful milestone. I really enjoyed it. Um, this Sunday, my goodness, I talked about it briefly. I, I made mention of it throughout this episode. We're going to talk about Clerk Street. Went to go see it uh, Tuesday. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, there's a lot to talk about <laughs> in this movie because this is the final conclusion of the clerk saga. And look, I won't, there's, I, I can't say anything without spoiling. Cannot say anything without spoiling. But, um, all I will say is if you're a clerks fan, it's going to be an interesting conversation to have. Um, if you haven't seen this movie yet and you're planning to go see it before you go see it, go check out my interview with Brian O'Halloran the star of this movie whose performance you will be talking about for quite some time. (laughs) Um, Go anyway, check it out that that interview that I had with him talking about his role in clerks and what to expect in clerks three, which he did a bare minimum. I will tell you that, but we had a great conversation um, that came out uh, around April and such. And uh, it's just, he's a great guy. I really appreciate it. Uh, him taking the time to talk with me and such and um, just it was just great so glad anyway check out the interview uh, then you know tune in Sunday for that and everything else that you know came out I may also talk about the um, cyberpunk anime that is out now too on Netflix and um, I'm gonna go check that out I heard great I've read great things about this anime so I haven't got a chance to check it out of course we're gonna talk about She-Hawk as well uh, I actually did watch it before I got a chance to see uh, do this show. So we will be talking about that on Sunday and, and much, much more next week. Pac-Man World Repack. Um, pretty much finished playing that game. And uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, another That's another remake game that uh, Bandai decided to bring out too. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of good in that. If you played the original one, you may actually like this too. So stay tuned for that as well. And uh, that'll do it for me, man. Uh, you could check out this episode and every episode on TalkDownLive.com. All of our audio episodes, our video uh, exclusives are on air. Blog content is on air as well. And much, much more. So stay tuned and check all that out. Uh, also, I forgot to mention, I, will, I did mention this already, but I will also be talking about uh, my thoughts on the Final Fantasy uh, concert that I will be attending uh, entitled... A New World Intimate Music from Final Fantasy, which is coming to the Irvine Auditorium uh, this Friday, and it will be conducted by our previous host, Eric Roth. I believe Arnie Roth, who uh, his father, will be there as well. And uh, get a chance to check this out. I'm covering this event and uh, get a chance to meet those guys in person. You can also check out that interview on TalkTimeLive.com as well. Uh, I'm, it looks to be a great time, you know, for those who say that Game, uh, gaming can't be a class act check out this uh, performance I guarantee you you're going to be proven wrong from that point you can, if you're looking if you're interested in checking out this event you can uh, check get tickets and uh, shop for their other items there on ffnewworld.com and uh, check that out you can check out their other event too which I believe is Distant Worlds this is another concert event that they do that I believe Arnie Roth, who's a Grammy Award winner, also conducts that one. So 
I'm looking forward to this. And we'll be talking about all that this Sunday. And then we're just counting down to New York Comic Con. So looking forward to that. There's so many announcements that just came out for that. We'll talk about that on Sunday too. So folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of Take care and have a great week. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.